0: This is Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast featuring distinctly qualified global changemakers dedicated to creating a healthier planet. One where our unique gifts are lived, expressed and celebrated. I'm your host, Julian Guterle. I'm sitting here with my brother Simon and Alexander at Rebuild Conference Festival event in uh, Portugal, uh, south of Lisbon. And we've spent the last week, six days, in community together here, building our own dreams. That's why we're in a workshop. And we're gonna drop in on a few different topics around what these two awesome creators are creating in the world and also what we've been brewing up in, at Rebuild and how that spreads into the world and where, where you can get active or connect with these regenerative villages that are happening. So why don't we just do intros, because there's three of us. Um, Alexander, I know, I know you through that. That's a, worth a whole other episode at another time. Maybe um, tell us like a short connection to how you ended up in Portugal, what Rebuild is for you and what you'll take home to your next space and your space in Brazil.
1: Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, how I ended up in Portugal, uh, <laughs> I still don't know. I, uh, like two years ago, I decided to really live in the moment, let my heart, my intuition guide my way through life. And now I end up... uh, I can only do things with purpose. And for me, the real work that needs to be done on this world is to heal ourselves from all programming traumas, find a new way to relate to each other, and build new places to live in such a way together. So I've been dedicating all my time and energy to that, and right now
0: the road led to Portugal. Right on. How about you, Simon? This man... (laughs)
2: <laughs> so yeah i, I met uh, alexander through guyanet which there will be more more talk about that another time and yeah it kind of popped up and it was about regenerative culture permaculture and those that are v- envisioning a new earth which we hear talked about so much right but actually who's who's building it right where's it happening because we kind of have all these dreams so the curiosity and the intrigue to be part of the global awakening, but not just in the kind of theory, where is it happening in the, in the physical, right? Yeah, and right that's, that's why we're here. And that's I, totally I, why we're here. And in essence, the reason why I'm on this podcast maybe is because I heard you speak a few times. We said hi. But your conviction and, and your energy and what you were talking about around what's going on in the world right now, some of your perspectives was really inspiring. So, so I'm very happy to be on the podcast. With
0: you. Right on. I love it. Yeah, I, you know, I, I want to add to this just to set more context. So the regenerative world building that is starting to happen will not happen without people materializing it, realizing it, creating it, right? And so similar like you, Alexander, many years ago, I, I just made this strong commitment that my own evolution is in service to the collective's evolution. And what I mean with that is when I live in the moment, when I live in my heart and when I you know, clean up my mistakes, then actually I'm in service. That's a direct connection. And so... For me, world building and materializing a new reality or a new earth in that sense, yeah, it has to do with space. It has to do with sense of space. And so Portugal has been an expat community for quite a few years, right? Where we've seen people from around around the world kind of fill in the gaps where Portuguese people were leaving out of economic reasons. And so our friends Annie and um, Sam, who run this, this property together with a team around rebuild and around the dream factory. Um, they, they purchased this piece of land. We're literally sitting in an old chicken coop, Yeah. and things are changing. In the yeah. last six days, people were insulating our homes, people were you know, digging for a sauna, um, we, were, we were learning tons about regenerative agriculture. Permaculture, yes. Digging yeah. some swales, we went to other properties as well, in yes. the areas,
2: which is really inspiring.
0: Let's drop in on that. So maybe just a few highlights from both of you. What, what are you gonna carry in your heart based on either a story or an amazing memory? What, I, what I'm going to carry in my heart after this Rebuild event
1: is... W- when I came here, I thought I'm going to go here to, uh, to acquire information, to, to understand things about how to grow food more efficiently, and how to build houses. Um. But then, yesterday when uh, the official event closing happened, you know, and we were all together standing there on the hill next to the reception, doing that huge sharing circle. Mm. I think it was one of the longest circles I've ever been in because it was about 100 people each taking half a minute, one minute to share. Well, you do the math. (laughs) There was not one single moment Mm -hmm. that I felt like, this is too long or we need to break it off because I wanted to hear every single person speak. And I realized as we were going through that circle that there's been 100 people at this event for five days and I felt a true, deep, honest, personal connection with, let's say, 90% of them. There were a few who I hardly spoke to. I did, made an effort to one-on-one connect with everyone. And so I was surprised that I went to an event for information. And I leave with dozens, close to 100 heartfelt, true connections, brothers and sisters... Soul tribe, uh, who it feels I know for years, mm. for lives maybe, I don't know. And so that is my main takeaway: we have, we have here a huge network of brilliant minds, sharp minds, who are willing to share, who are willing to collaborate, and I can tap into that network anytime. Um, so that is my biggest takeaway. Mm.
2: Uh, so, I think mine. So, there's this big talk about regenerative culture at the moment, which I love, and regeneration, and we're seeing how the planet's been affected, and we're getting that kind of told to us from all different angles, right? It's like, this is happening, the ecosystem's collapsing, and so on. And I kind of have this thing around that the, the, the planet's been here for many, many years, way more than any of us sat here and beyond. And I th- feel that it has a natural way to regenerate itself. So, the big thing for me, and what I noticed here, is actually it's regenerating humans. Mm. And this is what I'm really into, and have been. You know, my thing is all about self-love and rewiring the chains of the past, right? So that we can actually activate the truth of who we are in our sovereignty. So when we're sovereign, when we've done the cleaning, the cleansing, and the refining within ourselves, then it's a natural byproduct that you're going to take care. I'm going to be, I'm going to love you as a brother. No, I'm not going to compete with you. I'm going to love you and respect you and listen to you. I'm going to give you presence. And if I can't give you presence, I'm going to say, hey, I can't give you presence, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to exercise integrity. I'm going to exercise transparency. And that's what I take away from me because I noticed that it was a, a theme that popped up, and maybe we might talk about this or not, in the, even in the sharing at the end, many people mentioned the word connection, touch, and this sense of intimacy, which came from the group field. Mm. And that was really inspiring for me. So I just take away a confirmation that, you know, we have to go inside, we have to do the work, and then phew, the outside starts changing.
0: Beautiful. Yeah, that resonates deeply with me too. There is, um, a few topics you, you guys touched on. So one is regeneration as a you know, kind of big, badass word, right? For me, regeneration is a principle of life. It's like a law of nature. It's nothing humans are doing, but we're participating in that. Look, look at the you know, biology of how mushrooms and fungi uh, take over a tree trunk in nature. That is an ecosystem function. So regeneration is a law, a principle of nature. Beautiful. And as we as humans connect with that, our footprint changes, the way we interact with each other changes, the way we interact with our, our world changes, and therefore the way we build places changes. And so, you know, this has been part of Green Planet Blue Planet in the last years, and also just my personal desire and, and excitement is, there, there's a, a niche about it that is regenerating people, the new operating system that actually allows us to thrive and take care of each other, Then there's regenerating land and agriculture and space, Right. Water, waterways, soil. And then there's also regenerating space itself. So we said it briefly like this used to be a chicken coop. I'll, I'll make sure to take some more photos around. And it's being turned into a shared housing commodity, which is maybe the information you were looking for when you arrived here. But I think it's just so real. Like, that's why we chose to film in this workshop, right? Like there's nothing glamorous about it. But as people apply themselves, it turns beautiful it turns sacred, it turns safe, and it turns ultimately simply luxurious again. So one of my favorite things, I'll, I'll give these two examples about this land here specifically, is when 100 people meet, people are, people are people. So we need to take showers, people need to use washrooms, right? So there's a dry toilet system here with uh, sawdust, which is happening in many places around the world, where you simply dig a big hole, uh, beautiful toilets. They're actually quite luxurious in a certain way. Right. Comfortable too. Right. And dry, which is a very interesting concept. And then the shower is the same thing. Like we we are basically living an outdoor dream. And it's so simple. that's where it starts. That's step one in year one, right? But let's go back into uh, the the people part because I'm I'm most curious about that with the two of you actually. So, um, Alex, I'll pass it to you. The new operating system. What comes up for you when you feel this presence from the circle, the presence from these hundred people that you spent a week with, and then also your own role in it? And I, I know you now more and more since we first met in Brazil a few months ago. I can tell that you like to go to the edge of your own expression, where your own new operating system allows you to step into a new role that you were maybe not holding before. What is that process like on your inside? Like, How would you share with people this is what we mean with a new operating system and this is how you access it and this is how you use it for self-expression and taking care of others yeah yeah so this is also about my personal
1: journey you know and and the promises that i made to myself in order to make most out of this life i see many people in the world take life for granted take this body for granted well for me it's not normal that i live in this amazing spacesuit that I can move around with, play around with and have all these experiences with. So it was about 13 and a half years ago I discovered personal development. Um, It was my first self-help book that got into my hands and it was about a topic I cared a lot about in that moment. I was 23. It was the mystery method. Hmm. Nine steps to getting beautiful women in bed. And it was the first time I realized that if there's a skill I want to learn and there are experts who are better at it, and I can learn from them. And I remember I got the book the next day, and as I was going through it, the guy was describing the phases, and I saw it I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. It's better than what I came up with in the past seven years of going to bars and hoping to (laughs) get connected with a nice girl, you know? And he described a very essential part of his own growth process, and it was about experience and experimentation. he he described that true learning doesn't happen by reading books it happens by doing it Mm. Um, all there is is the present moment so true learning only happens when your whole nervous system is exposed to the energies in real life the real situation absorb all that information only then your nervous system is being reprogrammed, upgraded with that new experience. (coughs) So for the past 13 and a half years my uh, life has been one long series of experiments Mm. where I challenge myself to learn and grow and usually it is very practical, it's about a project I'm working on or something I want to accomplish where I think what's my next step, what's my next challenge, what's the next thing I can do and um, yeah I I told myself when in doubt go for it. When in doubt, have that experience so that you have that that, that full information flowing through your system and then afterwards you can reflect and see, do I want to do it again, what do I want to adjust. And so I train myself to spend a lot of time outside my my comfort zone and yeah, I like to push the edges, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes try new things out, sometimes I surprise myself in a positive way and sometimes I ball, that's part of the game.
0: Hmm. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> I can vouch for it. He does.
2: Sometimes I bomb.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was this night the other day when you courageously picked up the microphone yeah. in front of what was probably still like eighty-ish people, and um, I think there was multiple nights. And then one night it really worked for you, right? There was just yeah. like energy, humor, stand-up comedy, in the moment, improv, and you were able to connect. What you said in the beginning, your heart, your heartbeat, your connection to your own highest excitement to the group and the group turned into a feedback loop for you. That was instant yeah. connection, laughter, joy, release. You want to share about the other night as well? Because there was a, a, a flip side to that where you did the same thing, but it bombed.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Either yeah. one you want to share about.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, no I'm, I'm happy to share about, well, it's not even a failure. It's, it's just an experiment mm-hmm. and, and a reflection. And yeah. what follows is the next experiment. Like in this case, what happened is... Um, I think it was Friday evening, I was invited to uh, come up and share about the field trip we made that day. Right. Mm. And there were a couple of sharings already and I found it interesting to hear what they did, but I didn't find the stories so interesting to listen to. It was more like, first we did that, then we did that, then
0: we did that. A dear diary. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Step one, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I thought, okay, I can share on behalf of our group and see if I can make it a bit fun, t- some stories. and. Also some side stories, you know, like the small dog trying to hunt the big dog. It's just, for me, like, these these things are part of the, the livelihood of the experience. So, I was there and I started to share and it just happened and I connected with the audience, got in flow. Then the next day, like, I really surprised myself. I was never in a situation where I was, let's say, in stand-up comedy position. Mm. I used to do presentations, but here I reached... Like a different frequency connection with the audience, and it really clicked, it really worked. So, the next day, I got all this positive feedback. You know, people loved it, people love to laugh. Yeah, I love to make people laugh, you know. So, I felt like I discovered like uh, a craft, a talent, a part of something I'm here to do or give. Then, the next day, um, I got a lot of inspiration, a lot of insight. Uh, all the conversations of the previous days clicked, I saw visions of where we can take this as a group, you know, these 100 people being here, instead of just each go back to do your own thing, Mm. there's stuff we can do together, It's such a powerful platform to work from. So it was a combination of having the confidence of the previous day, Mm -hmm. being inspired, and knowing that the event was coming to an end. Right. Plus the opportunity was there, everybody was there, and it was a moment to speak to the group, And I knew kind of what I was going to say and in that moment um, I I think it was also when the band was taking a break and it was like okay we have 20 minutes who wants to try something out I was standing like two meters from the lady asking me and I felt okay the universe is inviting me It's open let's go and what happened is started off pretty okay after a few minutes I I couldn't formulate my message properly, <laughs> so happens. I got a little bit stuck, <laughs> and, <Yeah.
0: laughs> and it was
1: 80 people watching, <laughs> so, maybe, <laughs> so, and in that moment, you know, that's a lot of information to take in for your nervous yeah. system, you're standing there, all these people watching, your mind, what, where to take it next, I oh, gonna stay calm, wait till something comes, wait till something comes, shit, momentum is slipping, you know, mm. and... Also that is alright, I um, closed it off, and moved on and I realized as I was reflecting on it that this teaches me a lot about this process. Mm-hmm. I still know I have the skill and the ability and now I understood more about which
0: setting, which context mm-hmm. is required for me to flourish. Yes, and that energy to be received well too, right? This is a, this is a great yeah. little story because I, I love your mindset and like how clear you see those steps right before you're ready to step in, right? and and also reading both the audience, your feedback loop yourself, the readiness of just having stories there. And stories are a big part of the the way humans connect, right? Uh, As many of you know, know, I've been traveling through several of these villages, festivals over the last years, and uh, it's really the people who show up and the people that apply themselves that make a huge difference, that build this kind of connection. And that's an important
1: point, because a big part of my motivation is to pave the way for the others mm-hmm. if me stepping up and sometimes doing great sometimes making a fool out of myself makes it a little bit easier for somebody else to when in doubt to do it man it's such a huge contribution to somebody else's growth process mm-hmm. so there, there's also that factor i'm weighing in i'm like i'm okay to fill if that makes it easier for others to fill because Failure is the way
0: to learn Right on. I mean, the word failure, that's worth a whole other... That yeah. would be worth like a three-hour exploration with both of you yes. to, to, to unpack it, to understand what we really mean with it, how we as humans learn, right? I, I always make the example of a baby learns to walk yes. by falling down exactly. thousands of times. Yes. And there's no single human on the, on the planet that's like, I actually stopped halfway through and I decided to crawl. So we, we, we love that feedback loop, actually. Yeah,
1: Eminem bombed, you know? Mm. Many times. Everybody does. Everybody in fact, the does. word failure is
2: really a distortion in our, in our exactly. culture. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we want to touch on that today, but you fail forward, there is no such as fa- thing as failing, and that you can never make a mistake. But it's been woven into our culture that mistakes are a problem when you fail, you're, you're, well, you you well plug into failure into the unworthiness, which actually maybe leads us into, maybe I should jump in there. Yeah, I'd love to yeah. create
0: the bridge for you because I think failure and then cleaning up failure, which for me is actually an embodiment of the value of integrity. Right. Integrity doesn't mean you do everything right. It means when you move too far or you haven't moved at all, you, you come back into that center where you're like, oh no, this is actually me. Right. And so you mentioned human connection, touch, as uh, topics that come up a lot in these spaces, because people are creating it. We, yeah. we, we are hiding too much behind our devices in general society. Exactly. And so I'd love to hear from, from you, Simon. This is your wheelhouse, right? This is what you facilitate. That is, that is what your own show is about. Just being transparent, creating spaces for connection, radically stepping into that and, and bridging through connection so that failure doesn't stay failure, but it's just another way of, of accessing the next step. Yeah, beautifully said. I mean, that's kind of it, right? It's that it comes down to
2: personal judgment. And it's really where This is where we get a bit stumped. So, because we're such harsh judges on ourselves. and I say we, I'm kind of including everybody because when you start to do any form of real meditation, shadow work, and so on when you start to look at the operating system, I'm gonna use that term because I, I like it but don't always use that, is we, we have to go deep into the shadows, right? Mm-hmm. And, and really, any rewiring of any system, we have to go into the parts we can't see, right? Because it seems to be a fault or well, it seems that there's a fault, right? So we need to get to the bottom of that. So for me, real connection comes from being courageous enough to do as Alexander is just kind of describing, go over the comfort zone. But there's, I want to maybe point this out for the listeners, because some of them may know this already, but I kind of see it as there's three circles. Yeah. yeah. So we have the comfort zone, then there's an, a next circle that is the learning zone, and then there's the outer circle, which is the trauma zone. So if anybody can just envision that. And so what we're doing is we want to go into our trauma as our kind of highway to truth but we don't want to go back you know directly in these some of these experiences whether it be touch intimacy sexuality they can activate quite quickly the trauma of the past right mm-hmm. the wounds of the past so we want to go we want to with support we go out of the comfort zone because it's not serving us right we go into the learning zone and we start to play with consent and connection and we start to explore ourselves in a more let's say I don't always like the word safe, but a brave space. A brave space. A brave space, yeah? yeah, where, you know, you have facilitators like yourself, whoever, you know, give us some guidance. So we're not going into that kind of real vulnerable, my God, who am I? How can I cope with this? I'm on my own, you know, oh my God, I've been wounded again. But actually, no, we're in this together to support each other. That's one way of us going into our trauma in a comfortable way. And then for me, trauma is such a scary word that we've built up. It's so fearful. But actually, when we think about it, we're just going into the place that we really wanted love and connection all along Mm
1: -hmm. yeah
2: we wanted love and connection in those you know whether it be one two three four five whatever stage of our life beautiful yeah that's what we wanted so what we're doing is actually i've got tingles as we're saying this as well It's a nice little drop in is that actually we want to go back into that place and give ourselves the love that we didn't receive when we wanted it and needed it and we Mm -hmm. drop from blaming everybody else our mum, our parents our society we take full responsibility which is sovereignty which is the rewiring process And then we go, okay, I can do this. And as you so beautifully lead as well, breath work is a phenomenal tool for that because we breathe deeper, we can access our emotions. We realize our emotions are neither right, wrong, good or bad, they're just expressed or suppressed. Mm -hmm. We can bravely express them in a container where we're held and then boom, the healing really takes place on a systemic level inside of ourselves. That for me is where the juice is. And then, you know, as you said earlier, it comes from, you know.
0: that juice I think' it's re- really um, that juice is really important to drop in on because we're at Rebuild because there is a whole movement on the planet happening Costa Rica, Mexico, Brazil, North America, Europe, Africa, everywhere in the world, you know, including some spots in Asia the, Australia the, there are villages or people forming new little communities happening. And, many of us do not want to live in a hippie commune many of us don't really want to do the mistakes of the past but we realize that in order to face the systemic changes and challenges of our time we need human connection right we need to actually grow our own food to a degree we need to actually regenerate the soil and so for that the new operating system is required because if not we default to the old space we're like oh you know what I didn't really like your face and I assumed this and this and this about you so I will not connect with you. I'm going to go back to my screen. Right. And we want the opposite, right? We don't need to be best friends with everyone and stand in a 10-minute hug with every single person all the time. But we want to create this, this on-ramp into a new way of relating where I can see you as a mirror. This has been a massive point for
1: me at this event as well. Um, on day one I entered and there's a hundred Strangers, eight nine people I knew already from mm-hmm. Zoom, from our online network GaiaNet, and eh? just like us, we met for the first time in person. Exactly, nice. Absolutely genius, by the way. <laughs> 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 uh-huh. <laughs> and same with you. Like to be here together in this space. Whoa, man. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I had a phone call with a with a friend, like on uh, day two or something, and uh, she asked me, you know. What about the ladies there? Is there someone interesting for you there? And uh, I told her, I looked around a bit so far, like, not really. And much of what we've been doing at the event has has been about regenerating this this human part of ourselves and our connections. Uh, Practicing intimacy, eye contact, touch. All these things happen also in different uh, workshops. Mm -hmm. And I I noticed it when i took the time and energy to really connect with someone regardless of like how they look or what i projected they would be like exactly mm-hmm. usually within minutes i discovered that a, a sort of familiar familiarity a, a connection a deeper connection deeper layers to the other person that yeah. really helped me connect and so when i speak to this friend um couple of days for example and she'll ask me the same question I will tell her I fell in love over and over and over mm-hmm. so many beautiful people and th- the fact that love comes from the inside let's say and that it goes yeah. past the judgments and past the looks that's been a massive takeaway and mm-hmm. one thing that inspired me Julian is something you said on and I think it was on day three you said okay guys we're halfway now the event mm-hmm. You connected with some people, you resonate with yeah. some people, you naturally vibe with some people. Yeah. Now the invitation is to make an effort to also connect with the others. Lovely. Yeah, I didn't and, hear that. That's beautiful. And, and what you added to that is it's an invitation, before you do that, to think about why you didn't connect with that person yet and maybe what kind of judgment you're holding about that person that causes that. And so. I took it to heart and it was all inner journey as well. And right on. And yeah. I, nice. I, I ended up in, in huge intimate hugs, like literally 10 minutes long with people that normally I would hardly have led into my field. And now yeah. the connection is so deep and true and there. And For me, for everyone, so. That weaves, into the, that weaves into one thing, I, I, I'm not sure how
2: long we have, but uh, that weaves in really to the, the Another thing that popped up is the the acceptance of diversity, right? Yeah. So that's another thing that we're talking about here. So we are talking about human connection, but when you said touched, it's also about touching the soil, right? It's about touching nature. It's about being touched, Mm. being touched by the visions, being touched by the dream, like being touched by the unique minds that we've met here, right? As well as, of course, we're all unique hearts and we're all unique beings. So yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. I don't know if that resonates for you, Julie. Yeah. No, jump on it please. But around the diversity aspect I think is beautiful. Well
0: I think diversity is another layer that is you know, it's just such a deeply judged topic. Out of trauma reasons, out of historic reasons, out of the way we have been systemically separated. So we're three white guys sitting here right now. That's very obvious to everyone watching or listening, right? But at the same time, diversity is not just our ethnicity, our skin color, our orange. Exactly. It is the way we embody the human journey. And diversity is actually on the flip side, on the other side of judgment. Once the judgment has been uh, you know, processed and digested and brought back into the earth, there's discernment. And in the discernment, our differences are our gifts. Because what we're really talking about here is this new operating system, allows us to participate in a way to connect and in a way to live that includes everyone the non-humans the land the animals the air the water and all of the different beautiful humans that are here on the planet and so yes for that we need people from every continent we need people of, of, of all genders and we want to learn to digest our judgment and sometimes like it that. takes time. I haven't heard that
2: before. Digest the judgment. I like that. It's a real... Because uh, it
1: it's a, it's a real evolves, nice, right? Yeah, it's a real nice term.
2: And I, I guess throwing in there, what I'm hearing as you say that is this plays into the acceptance. So like, as you so beautifully said, it's not just about, oh, I have to love you, me and you have to be the best friends, but I can just fully... Uh, Checking with my own projections of how I'm judging you and actually go, hey, let me allow in a loving awareness and acceptance that actually you are a reflection of me. You are a unique manifestation of life's form. You are my mirror. We are all in this connected and you have a unique offering to this cosmic soup. You have the unique offer of this cosmic soup, yeah? yeah. So the thing is, is that when when I connect to you, okay, and beyond the outer image of how I perceive you to be, yeah, or how I might like it, and then that's what's happened here with the diversity as well. It's like, wow, I can just listen to you openly and then boom, these beautiful connections and wisdom comes through. And then we support each other and we lift each other up I think you might have said it or somebody else said it. That when we think about the seed and we look at the ecosystem, the seed's always growing, right? It's always looking up to the mm. light. It's always wanting to go, hey, I'm here, look at me, you know? And that's we're that too. We're that, And yeah. we don't need to push and suppress each other down and go, you don't look good, you don't have this, you don't have that, and, and just keep suppressing and go, hey, hey, little flower, how are you, you know? What do you have to offer today? What fragrance are you bringing into this beautiful soup? Because without you, we're missing a part.
0: Yeah. And it's about empowering and encouraging All individuals express their gift into the world. Because that's when we come online with this way of relating where, you know, not everyone wants to live in a village. But at this point of our ecological um, journey on this planet, we all actually do want a regenerated um, kind of state of the world or a process of regeneration. And again, that is a natural principle, which just means humans are coming into alignment with this natural principle. So we are a steward, a shepherd of, uh, you know, the garden, uh, the, the planet.
2: One thing I'm going to throw in there very quickly, because we're we're getting on a roll now, is we don't want an ego system. Mm. We want to regenerate our ecosystem. Yes. And we are the ecosystem. So the key to understand is we are part of this system no matter what. And that greater awareness really dissolves the identification to our little self. And when we talk about the little self, why are we so ad- identified to the little self? We come full circle because of the trauma. Yes. Right? So this is why, for me, we're hearing this around the world right now. You know, Thomas Hubble, there's many others, Gapo Mate, and many others are talking about the collective trauma. It's a big theme at the moment. Well, I think you, definitely through your podcast and, and other things, because how I've met you in these last days, which I've loved, and definitely through Guyanet you know, we are looking at that, the, 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 the core. What's at the core? And are you willing... To face yourself at the deepest core. So that your greatest wound becomes
1: your gift to share with the world. Yes, That's the transformation. Th- that part is so massive. To, to be okay with looking in the mirror and not seeing perfection. To, be o- to forgive yourself after you make a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I, I want to throw in a few mental things as well. This is very much about the emotional part and the energetic part. Something that helped me a lot is to understand the mental part as well, you know, because how I talk to myself also has, plays a big role. Of course, in our communication. Exactly. Yes. Um, one thing is, uh, is about beliefs, you know, I made a few agreements with myself. Um, I agree that an open mind is always going to lead to better results than a closed mind. Mm-hmm. So I'm always open to letting new information receive new feedback and I will let it I will digest it and make something new out of it but I will not block things out. the um, second thing is to focus on the positive in mental evaluation. You know I some people may say I bombed on stage over there. In my evaluation I saw that also many things went right. There were a few moments where I had that frequency, I had that flow. Yeah. One girl gave me the feedback, she was like, I don't know what was happening there, but at some point, you looked like a god. <laughs> like, she <laughs> nice. said, you were exactly there, you had to hold, <coughs> like, it was exactly right. Later I lost that, mm-hmm. but what do I choose to focus on? Mm-hmm. Um, Three minutes. There were some things that I expressed that landed with the audience. Um, that had an effect, that had yep. an influence. So there was a lot of positivity created as well. And by taking that along in my evaluation, I make it easier, gentler for myself, because indeed we should be nice I to ourselves.
0: I love the mental aspect of this. And again, another topic that, you know, deserves like hours of, of dialogue and invitation into dialogue and participation. But it's a sports metaphor here. It's, it's like the basketball professional who, who goes for the shot, misses the shot, but still has three quarters to play. You're not going to say, oh, today was a bad game because I missed a shot. You have to come back, posture through your body, touch the ball again, and go back into the game. Next shot, right? Mistakes are not a problem. It's just part of how it goes. It's just like the kid learning to walk. And so pivoting back to positive focus. I do believe it's easier once we deal with trauma. And maybe full circle here, I think... Trauma has a lot, dealing with trauma has a lot to do with physical touch, eye connection, mm-hmm. breathing together. Mm-hmm. Because that actually soothes our nervous system to understand we're not a danger in an immediate moment. And that's what the re this is kind of like my closing sharing, yeah, this is what it. the, I like the re-villaging is about for me, is to create spaces that more and more and more people feel seen in, feel heard in, can explore themselves in so that we create a new culture with another operating system. And in reality, this culture is already happening. Exactly. We're already bringing it online. We're in fact materializing it by learning it and being it. So I'd love to hear maybe just a, uh, a closing share from both of you about any of the topics we touched on or about rebuild or where the journey takes you next. Yeah, so people can follow you. And we just have a, we, we have a couple of minutes. You go first. Yeah.
1: All I can say is that life is a hundred times, a thousand times more magical than I ever thought possible when I was, let's say, 16, 18, thinking about how my life may play out. Mm. And it all has to do with the willingness to question whatever belief I hold, no matter how fundamental it's been, no, how, no matter how many times I stood behind it, even convinced other people of mm. it, and to open every day with, uh, with a new blank sheet New space where I let my heart, my intuition guide the way, and um, final part is uh, letting spirituality into my life, mm-hmm. opening myself up to that element. I yeah. think that has been uh, the most massive part. Mm, Beautiful. Nice. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Alex. Yeah. I think I just jump on what
2: you just said. So this is about nervous system rewiring. I like that. Because actually, that's the ecosystem inside of us that's really requiring the rewiring. Mm-hmm. Requiring the rewiring. Yes, don't make us continue with a little rhyme so we can end no, this. Podcast no more retiring. <laughs> no more retiring. Yeah, I, um, I, I feel for me, it's a continuation of what's already been happening for the last ten years. Yeah, and it's nothing different. And maybe just in essence, because I know we're going to finish up, is it's already happened. I just want to say that the, 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 we are the dreamers of the dream in the dream making we're here to build our dream but the dream is also dreaming us yeah and when we surrender and allow ourselves to be kind of dissolved into that vast intelligence that is us then the outcome is playfulness and when we come back to play we come back to wholeness and when we come back to wholeness it's a done deal
0: yeah that's i love it nice. i love Look, it heads on hand truth, truth truth bumps <laughs> through the body so Gentlemen, thank, you. thank you so much this was a great session yeah.